Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. I am not so Swift Sam. Hello, Hello. Kate. Hello, Samuel. So we are coming to you in a pre-midnight world. Yes, this is a pre-midnight recording. Yeah. Of a already uh, named, we're going to do this song today, podcast episode. Yep. This but, is, we're, gonna, we're just in lieu of making it short, we're going to call this a very special episode. A very special out of context episode. Because I can't talk about Midnight's because, well, it's out, but we haven't heard it. Correct. So we're going we're gonna to do a little time shuffle. We're going to do our Midnight's before this episode. If you're listening now, you should listen to the last episode or episodes about Midnight's. Yeah, we're very excited. Well, I'm very excited. Sam is. I'm I'm present. At this point, Sam has heard the whole album in a room of Swifties. Yeah, imagine that. Sam shows up to a PJ Midnight premiere of an entire Taylor Swift album, and he's just there. He's there, and he has to be there, and he has to listen to all of it. And then three days later, he's recording a podcast or podcasts about one or all of it. Yeah, we haven't decided. Antihero is going to be the first music video. Can't wait. We know we're getting two music videos. We know one's going to be Antihero. Can't wait. The second one, she hasn't told us. And since with her Midnight Mayhems and only two of the Midnight Mayhems, she she holds the phone upside down. The rest of them, she holds them right side up. We think it's going to be vigilante shit. This is not a invitation to use that in every sentence because we did end up with an explicit label on one of our episodes. I so will, I would like you to be aware that this happens. I will happens. swiftly not have my uh, language odometer all the way up. Thank you. So I heard that uh, she's written these songs with like three different type of pens. Yeah, she's got the fountain pen, quill pen, and glitter pen. And that's how she categorizes the songs. So, I mean, the glitter pen, glitter gel pen be honest on that one. It's frivolous, carefree, bouncy, um, perfectly synced to the beat. You don't take it seriously because they don't take themselves seriously. Like a shake it off. You're a glitter pen. I'm a glitter pen, everyone. You know you love glitter. And then there's the fountain pen, which is a modern storyline or references with poetic twist. And all too well. Okay. And then you have the quill pen. And it's if the words and phrasing are antiquated, um, like the song Ivy on Folklore, which we haven't done yet, but very like old timey, sends you back. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. So three her songs fit into those three categories. Yield it's going to be a fabulous college course when they dive into the pen styles of Taylor Swift. Oh, great. I'm not going to take that class. At what point do I get to petition you and H and be like, so? I would like to be the ad hoc professor of pen womanship, the writing styles of one Dr. Taylor Allison Swift, please. I believe I am qualified to teach at the business school. <laughs> what is shake? What is it off? What is shake it off? I'm not hosting Jeopardy. <laughs> Higher learning? Come on, man. I think, you know, it would be a very popular class for them. I feel like it'd be okay for, especially if let's say we did like a freshman year, especially class, you have making babies no longer viable anymore. Dreams no longer viable anymore. It is Taylor Allison Swift studies. You're going to be out the door. There's going to be yeah. 400 people each class. I would crush it. Yeah. I would crush it. 
the lecturing of <laughs> Dr. Kate Smith. We've got to have somebody from the UNH world listening. Students need to have classes where they can help humanity. Don't burst my bubble. And that is not one. Don't yuck my yum. <laughs> Don't yuck the yum, bro. I agree with you. I you know who I got that from? Uh, oh, Pete said it yeah. last night. Yeah. Don't yuck my yum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that even the four-year-olds can understand. And if you can understand, if they can understand that you can, don't yuck my yum. Yeah. But Papa's right. People should learn how to help people. I don't know necessarily how learning about Taz will help people help people. <laughs> Dr. Taz. Dr. Taz. She can help you. Business. Um, intellectual property. There's so many ways you can go into this. But, but again, we're talking people. People, Kate, I, people, help people. people are people. You know so she why help, should it be? She can help people help people learn to be in touch with their emotions. Are you in a glitter gel pen phase today? Are you in a fountain pen? Are you in a quilt pen? I think that they're more What's than three your pens. Mood? Yeah, like spray paint. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm feeling a little shellac today. Maybe I'm feeling a little stained. Or uh, what was it? Uh, Campbell soup. Yeah. Recently, on the Van Goghs. Yeah, there's there's a way of writing. Wabang. Yeah. Maybe I'm feeling pop art. I yeah. Anyway, our girl Taylor. <laughs> that big old can of Swift. <laughs> so hey, so uh, you know uh, what song are we doing this week, kids? We're doing Mary's song today. Mary's song off of the first album. I think this is Reputation. So the oh. second album is that. You know what you should have done this week. Now that I think of it, you should have done the first song off the first album because next week you're going to do the la the newest album. We'll do the last song off the last album. So the first song off the first album, isn't that Tim McGraw? Because you have to know where you start in order. Is it no, track one? That was her first single. First single. You got to know where you start before you know where you're going. Mm -hmm. That's uh, some deep stuff right the there. The farther one travels, yes, the less one really knows. Yes. That was a Swifty Sam you know, one-liner. When life gives you lemonade... Make lemons. Life will be all what? Anyway, this is getting off the rails real quick. Yes, <laughs> Tim McGraw is the first song from debut. We've already done it. Also, as much as I love you too, you wouldn't like the last song on the first album. No, the You're last not going to like last. this one either. So. The last song on the last album. <laughs> all right, well, we are doing Mary's song today, which is a, towards the end of her first album song. Okay, so this is debut. Debut. Okay. I was wrong in that regard. Reputation is towards the end, and you know that. Fearless is second. You have a whole cheat sheet. Uh, yeah, I'm not looking at the cheat sheet. You I'm should trying know to the be in I'm now. trying to be in a committed relationship with this notepad and pen and paper. It has been 61, 62 weeks, and you haven't figured out what the nine album order is. I I wouldn't be able to tell you it either. Yeah. Try, to, try. To, to be honest, that statement you you did. As you started, I went right to Bare Naked Ladies, so that's where my mindscape is always going to be. Right, well, let's see if you can do it. First album. <sighs> Debut. Second album. Fearless. Third album. Fourth is red, so third is going to be something that pass. <laughs> Fourth album. Red. Fifth album. 1989. Sixth album. Lover. Nope. Uh, uh, reputation. Uh-huh. Lover. Folklore. Evermore, Midnights. You must speak now. Not bad. Did it, I'm did it have Shake it off on it. 
God, thank God, no. That doesn't matter to me, baby. Hey, still Sammy Swift, not so much. So we're going to hit pause. You hit pause, and you listen to Mary's song off debut, and we will too. We'll be back to see how much these guys hate it in just a minute. Well, Sam. Oh, my, my, my. You just loved it, didn't you? Just like best song you've heard. Throw Shake It Off right out the window. Easy there, Freddie Mercury. All right. I'm not going to say that another one bit the dust on this one. However, I feel like I'm under pressure right now because you really want me, it looks like, to hate this song. And part of me is just I want to be free <laughs> and just say what I feel about this. All right. More than a feeling. It's more than a feeling. I mean, we are the champions. I don't know. I'm, yeah. We've... I think I just have Freddie Mercury poisoning right now. This is an <laughs> interesting song. I, I, oh, my, my, my. I feel like this is a song. Okay, obviously, she's when she's writing this song, she's writing it for herself on an acoustic guitar. And part of me feels like, just on based on one listen and sheer emotional instinct and the, the, the smoothest brain in the world, that there was a, an opportunity for this to just be a simple stripped-down acoustic forward song. And... Yeah. Listening to this and that Mando, that Mando, that Mando, Lorian Mandolin coming through and kicking it up. Mm -hmm. And then your little mid uh, chorus break of a that This is a, a strong case for the instrumentals really lifting the song up on a wave and bringing it to a different level. Yeah, It's a evolution of love song for this Mary lady yeah. and her fella. Uh-huh. And which is Taylor loves an evolution love song. And I mean this is early days and it shows but it it's the instruments and the the style of the song which is very much that early to mid 2000s country rock. Mm -hmm. little, like a, a if the treble is pop it's like a two on the treble. Like it's a little bit poppy. Yeah. Without it being commercial poppy. It's pop country, yeah. right where they were in that time frame. Yeah, it's country. It, it's top. This is a well executed. Was this song on the radio? No. Why? Maybe. But this this should have got airwaves. This should have got play. This song is a sneaky like. If you took me in the Wayback Machine. And I was dating the girl who was like, oh, my God, Sam, if you listen to Taylor Swift and like the two songs there, I'm like, don't really like her. If I had heard this at all, I would have been like, who's that? Oh, that's Taylor Swift. That would have made me go, oh, that's Taylor Swift. It would have been, huh? Let's get married. Yeah. Yeah. She music videoed it. We're going to find a creek bed radio. and I'm going to get down on a knee. Maybe this was on the radio. Maybe I'm losing my mind. This definitely was a... Um when she did a music video for, which the music video is adorable. I watched it yesterday. I am unimpressed that Mary or song wasn't said at any point. However, oh my, brackets my are, oh my, my. Yeah. So technically, technically she gets the flyby on that one. Yeah. I heard she wrote it about her neighbors. She did write it about her neighbors. They she had was... like a really great relationship and it was like, uh, like a really beautiful relationship. Interesting. They, they live next door. They came over for dinner and yeah. baby Taylor was like, tell me how you fell in love. And she's like, it was so important to me because you see all these tabloids talking about like these failed relationships, and sensationalizing relationships. And there's something just so sweet about people who met when they were children 
fell in love and are still married all these years later and still in love. This was hopeful Taylor days before she got her soul crushed by these terrible men like Joe Jonas, John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal, Calvin Harris. Mm-hmm. Kanye West. Yeah, Kanye West is a whole different <laughs> bag of crazy. I feel like, okay, so part of me just wants to do the jokey part because we're doing the whole uh, Alfred Hitchcock thing off the air. And part of me is like, oh, this would be interesting if you look at the chorus and say, like, this is actually the stalker. Like, I'm in the truck following you around waiting for it to be you and me. But looking at this in a serious light. Get to the lyrics. I'm just going to admit that. When she's doing these stories about um, her characters, you can tell when it's like story story, when Mm -hmm. it's like she's illustrating it, she's embellishing certain things. But this, having it be like these these neighbors given like, yeah, this is kind of what happened. There's enough in the details that like that she writes honestly, but there's truth in pretty much every line of this. Like what a a funny little like, you know, you threatened to beat me up because you were bigger than me. It's very interesting to one, like have something like that in a love song. But how honest is that? Like guy and girl grew up together. Yeah. You would be playing by the tree. And the guy being like, oh, you're just a girl. And like your friends, but like, I'm a boy and you're a girl. And I got it. Like, of course that's there. And then it be like, it's like, oh, I'm 16 now. And so he, she's 16. He's 18. He's like, Oh yeah, it's just my neighbor, na- my neighbor who I've known for. Oh my god, she's hey, oh, what's up, Mary? Hey, <laughs> nerd, whatever. Like it's there's so much there that it's you were we were in the Uber and you were trying to tell William why you liked Taylor Swift. Except William had a hearing issue and couldn't hear me, so I translated for you. Ish, and you said she relates to me. She knows me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And this is the song right there. I was like, I totally understand this song. I understand these words completely. I can relate to this. I love going back into Taylor discography, and like, I think why I love that we just kind of randomly roll the dice mm-hmm. is because you forget about like Baby Taylor and where she came from and how she got her start, and like watching her tell her story here, and then when you're in her later work being like, yeah, this is your thing. You've been doing this for a while. And to see how it's evolved, but always kept that authenticity to what she likes is incredible to see the growth, but yet the stability of her songwriting. Is this something she would ever put on rotation on a tour? Maybe. I mean, God, well, like in, in I the mean, past or Swifties are all wound up because they like this tour announcement's got to be coming. And, I mean, I don't, I, I just, I, I need to see this tour. I will see this tour. How she's going to tour now is just mind blowing to me. For her to go on tour would mean she would have to shut down everything else in her life for two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, is she willing to do that? She's going to tour. She likes to tour. But for Lover, she only did four dates in two cities. It was going to be Lover Fest in 2020, two in LA, two in Boston. I know that you think Taylor likes to tour, but I know that Taylor prefer, prefers to torture. She's keeping you on the hook. She likes that. It's the same thing she's been doing with this Midnight's release. Get a little bit every time, 
oh, someone's going to release everything. Guess what, everyone? You're staying for four hours. I'm going to tell you everything over four hours. She's releasing something at three o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I will be in bed and asleep. Torture. That's how she's going to tour. Torture. When you drop your music video at 8 a.m., I'll be awake for that, hopefully. But 3 a.m., <laughs> I'm out. 3 a.m., waiting for Taylor. She's got a song <laughs> she's going to drop. Mom and dad said, why aren't you sleeping? It's past midnights. I forgot. I was going to say. Okay. I, that, you know, endlessly amused by that one. Thank you, Sam. When, is that a Ben Folds 5? Yeah. Oh, okay. Taylor Swift is going to do an album. <laughs> They're so pleased with themselves over here. This is when I wish we had video. Yeah. Kate, can we have video? Kate, can we? Can we? Kate, Pretty please. Kate, can we? Kate, please. Can we be on the YouTubes, please? I'm very tired this morning. As you can probably tell, I have very little voice left. Sam is rare. Like, I don't even know. What. Oh, rare form. Yeah. I'm, I'm in that. He's like ready to go. I'm ready for a nap. I'm in that positively chaotic energy, but like my mind is focused. So it's, I know the train is off one track, but Sam turned into a monorail and he's just going to keep going. I told him we were on our way in today and I was like, I just like, I am so burnt out. I'm trying here. I'm holding myself together. And he goes, don't worry. I've got this episode. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> so I think one of the. So this is a a song that at the time, it's definitely her target audience at that time. They're trying to, f one, figure out what it is, but it's mostly you, the youths, people the youths, her age, up, up to like, like- The two youths? The two youths, the two youths up to, probably like, let's say four, tw 12 to 24. Let's say like at, at modestly, it's you're looking at that 10 to 15 year yes. area. This is me as a 35 year old. Male. Man. Cis, Cisco on strike, cis male, being like, take me back to the creek beds we turned up, 2 a.m. riding in your truck. And I'm thinking like, well, obviously I'm not a country boy and I don't have, didn't have a truck and these things. Like, but I'm, I remember like it wasn't 2 a.m., but like these nights are like you drive away and you're just like hanging out because you don't want to go home just yet. And you're kind of looking at the stars and you're chatting. It's like, oh, we, we could get in trouble, but we're not in trouble yet. And like these little moments of that silence or that nervousness or that just young blossoming romance. And as a 35 year old, I'm hearing that. And that's taken me back in my time machine of being like, yeah, this is something that I feel like an adult when this came out would hear that and be like relatable because mm -hmm. it's not just Romeo and Juliet yep. where it's that bubble and it's like, Yep, sorry, kids. Life has got me down a little bit more than it has you. Good for you, though. This is something where it's just like you. Even if you failed, or that has failed you, it's still something that you could be like. You can find the fondness in those memories and be like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because we've talked about like Taylor as a business, and I think you really see the business side and the fact that she had a very good team around her from the beginning. Because even this album is very timeless. Like, there's no. I mean, Tim McGraw is a reference, but he's not a, like at that point he was an established artist. You're really seeing her write these songs from the very beginning that you can listen to now so many years later. 
and be like, okay, it doesn't feel dated. It doesn't feel, you know, like it's like, oh, I can see you did this then, but it doesn't really fit into this world now. I'm with you. Uh, I So this is early Taylor Till. The people that helped write the song. I'm not saying Taylor right. didn't There's write it. There's a lot of co-writers. Yeah, yeah Liz Rose, Liz who Rose. she worked with, and I think Nathan Chapman. Uh, Brian Dean Mayer. Yeah. We, we don't see a lot of him after debut. Right. Which, But I feel like if this is something like she's inspired by her neighbors, they tell her the story. This is her early days of writing. She's strumming on a guitar. These two people come along when they're making the album and they're editing everything together. They're saying, you know, you could use some mandolin. How about this syncopation? How about this? It, I, I feel this song should have caught fire, in my opinion. I don't know why. This is a diamond in the rough. other songs caught fire. I think when you think about it, like Tim McGraw really blew up. Um, you, you have to, like, our song did really well. Like They they commercialized it. This might have been a single. I There's not a whole lot of information out there. I could have missed it. I I'm slightly unprepared today. I just feel like their A&R man dropped the ball on this one. Well, I mean, we've had a lot of conversations about how their rec- this record company was not handling Taylor well. Shockingly that she left. Isn't it weird? It's weird. Bye, Scooter. Wow. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's just uh, interesting. The song is very... The beat, the melody, the lyrics, it all kind of like is a little magical. You're like, oh. I'm trying to imagine a 87-year-old Taylor Swift. It's not quite there yet. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially like throwing Joni Mitchell over Taylor Swift, like in a bad, like, two-for-one image of compiling the two. <laughs> and this is where the monorail is taking me. Oh, I'm thinking boy. of 87-year-old Taylor. And right now I'm like, okay, who's close but not quite close? All right, we have Oprah. She's definitely not in her 80s, but she's going to live forever because Rachel raised one of her horror cruxes. Who, who's going to be like the Rachel Ray to Taylor? Who's going to be like the pseudo minion that did they exist already? Is it um the driver's license girl? What's Olivia her? Rodrigo. Do you think that that's going to be one of the booster rockets that's popping off of the Taylor Swift shift and just propel? No, it? I don't think so. Um, I think Olivia Rodrigo had her own fame. She is a Disney kid. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Olivia Rodrigo is definitely an artist in her own right. I'm interested to see what a sophomore album from her would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I don't know who's going to come behind Taylor. Like, who knows? But I don't think it's anybody right now on the on the scene. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great because it's giving room for other people. You know, there's Lizzo. There's all sorts of other artists that are making their own, women artists who are starting to make their own real presence felt. And it kind of reminds me going back to like the 1990s when you mm-hmm. had the Divas Live and you had oh, the Mariahs wow. yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Whitneys mm-hmm. and the Tony um, Braxtons. Yeah. And I feel like maybe we're coming a little bit into that world and we're coming back into this like rise up of all of these different artists who have their own space and have their own messaging and do their thing. I mean, I would love another Celine for on it. But. Thank you. Uh, one of the Canadian treasures, Celine. Yeah, I'm just here for it. I was at work the other day and um, Celine Dion came on. And there's people sitting at the bar and this husband turns to his wife and he's like, do not sing along. 
And she's like, it's all coming back to me now. You have to sing to this. You like, do. It is. And he's like, we are a cure. You cannot do this. And no I turned. The bomb was so cold. And I was like, we don't judge here. You can belt out Celine if you'd like to. And they scattered away. Yeah. But I feel like in some ways maybe, because Celine's not releasing new music anymore. No. She's living her life. And I wonder if that's kind of where we're going to be in 10, 15 years with Taylor. Where I, we've got this backlog of music that we love. And she's just raising her kids and living her life and maybe doing a Vegas residency or maybe not. Like, who knows? Who cares? I feel like we're going to she's going to go beyond quiet quitting because in 10 years, she would have been performing and touring for just shy of. I mean, she started when she was touring. Yeah, just shy of 20 years. So half of her life, she's going to be in the in the spotlight on the move. More than half her life. Yeah. She's she's gonna she's gonna turn it down, and maybe it's maybe it's when she get we get her uh, Taylor Swift Coppola, we get her in her yeah, directoral, directoral, and she's doing her more of that thing. She's yeah. probably gonna narrate for a, a TV show. She's probably gonna do a bit more like work from home. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Ten albums by the time you're thirty two is a while. We've talked about this. It's wild. Like that's so much work. Yeah, and. It's it's harder because it's it's ten albums that have had to be tried and true, edited. In the, in her case, really fought for and then refought for to yeah. get them to get her the rights to it again. I mean, when all is said and done with this re-record process, she'll have re-recorded six albums. So mm-hmm. there's there's twelve plus lever. I mean. So what we're looking at, she's in 16 albums. That math should have been easier for me than it was. It's okay. We're with yeah. you. Thank you. But like 16 albums by the time you're, before you're 35. Something doesn't. 16 studio recorded albums. Yeah. That's nuts. I mean, I'm, I, I'm thrilled. So many more episodes we get to do. Here we are. Speaking of. 87-year-old Sam remembering Mary's song. <laughs> Guys, when we're in our 80s doing this. All right. I do want to ask you this. Oh, last time you said that, you asked me if All Too Well was going to be my wedding song. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm okay with this. Do you think that this is a popular wedding song? Oh, I think it's a cute, it would be a cute one. Yeah. I don't think it's popular. I think people have... Don't go back into debut mm-hmm. as much because they're like, I'm not a country fan. Do you think that I enjoyed this song because it's not popular? And I'm like, wow, something that I've never had to hear in the background, something I've never been like, ugh. I know it's Taylor, but like I'm hearing this song and being like, is I it mean, just the Mando? Taylor does follow you two around. Three songs in a row for me. I'm, I can only imagine with the line and what's going on. It was like your fifth or sixth song in there at that old Cup Were they just playing Taylor Swift yeah. and Cup of Joe? Yeah, it was like on shuffle. It's like I walked over the threshold and it came on. And I looked to see if there was a window <laughs> that was somehow yeah. tied to your house with a re- you in the window with a remote control like some kind of evil Halloween person. <laughs> Hit him again. And then he Hit walked in and I had to confirm like, is this Taylor Swift that they're playing right now? Yes, it is. Oh, man. Torture. Those girls at Cup of Joe, they've got great taste. Just love those girls. They also, uh, yeah, 
you know what? I'm not going to drag anyone through the mocha. <laughs> iced or not. We asked her ice. Sorry, didn't say. Flush. Hey, you know. So Haters uh, going to hate. Mm-hmm. So roll that dice, Sam. Yeah, Let's roll the dice, Let's figure out what Sam. we're doing next. Okay. Well, we oh, know what we're doing next, which is what you're going to hear before this, which is either going to be one or 27 uh, <laughs> episodes. I'm d- I'm down for the gambit. I'd say let's do let's do all thirteen. Bing bing bada boom. Because I'm, I'm no, but I don't want them to not have them get their own episode. No, I know that's what I'm saying. Let's do thirteen, and we're just gonna be here for thirteen and hours. Okay, roll the dice. Is it okay? So the next, so what you're saying is the next episode is going to be well because we're taking this out of order. So when you're listening to this, you'll have just heard a midnight's one, mm-hmm. and then we're going to be like we're coming back next week with Mary's song. And now you're hearing this after Midnight's has come out. We've done a midnight song or the album. We're not sure what we did yet, but yeah. you will know. Next week we're recording the next. Today this is the next next, and right now I'm rolling the next next next. Yeah, it just makes sense in my head. Haven't met you next. Okay, Michael Bublé. Uh, album 14 doesn't exist. Not yet. 18 does not exist. 16 does not exist. 10. Oh, hold on. Boom, boom, bop, Roll bop, again. Bop, 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 bop. Wait, oh yeah, that's nine. Nine is 17. Five. Oh boy. Going into After Red is 1989. Shake it off. Roll that. I stay out dice. too late. Six. I think we've already done it. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Shake it off. Yeah. Shake it off. Yeah. 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 Rare all. Oh, come on now. Shake it off. Ten, baby. Eight. All too well. Just kidding. It's bad blood. It's bad blood. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong album. <laughs> it's all too well. You're fine. I mean, bad blood. Bad blood. You're fine. What gave Sam bad blood all too well? And guys, you can listen to the remix. The all too well remix? No, the bad blood remix with Kendrick Lamar. Oh, I was going to say the bad blood remix with the goat. Wait, no, that's. We're doing a remix next week? Yep. We're doing a remix next week? Yep. Okay. All right. So next, next week, we're doing a Wiimix. A Wiimix. <laughs> Brought to you by Nintendo. A Wiimix. That monorail has come crashing. Please stand clear of the doors. <laughs> Mind the All gap. Right, so next week, when you listen to the next episode, God don't. <laughs> this gas leak is doing great for the acoustics in here. So tired. Um, we will be back next week, whatever that week is. <laughs> with bad blood off 1989 thanks for listening if you did just stumble upon us make sure to like subscribe review send us all the love we do post occasionally we do rarely we're really adamant that we think it's a good idea if we had video cameras (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening i'm kate the swifty i'm the not so swifty sam This has been the Swift Talk. I'm going to take over and let Kate catch some Zs. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next time with Bad Blood from 1989. The remix off the Swift Talk. <laughs>